are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 299 for August 13th, 2020. This week, we talk about gay sitting wrong, moving fiascos, pop sockets, ear irrigation, neck gaiters, and instant pot risotto. So stick around for the The show. show. One, two, three, clap. So first off, are you sitting gay wrong? Because I am sitting gay wrong currently. My legs are crossed three times <laughs> right now. And I'm not even joking. I do this. I've been doing sitting at my desk like this for years. I invented sitting like this. Cross them at your thighs, cross them again at your knees, and then again at your ankles. I didn't, So you're I, just twisted. Honey, your mind twisted. Twisted. I don't think people, I don't think normal people can twist their legs that much. I think that you're, uh, <laughs> well, people can't pretzel their legs when your legs are just two Twizzlers, <laughs> honey, you just wrap them around your neck half the time. Honey, Joe's legs haven't seen blood supply in years, you know? Mm-mm. Oh, sweaty. How are you sitting gay wrong? I'm, I, I'm sitting on one of my legs. I'm like half crossed. Oh, sure. So I'm like, I Oh my know. God. Is Going that... over to someone's house and just like, they're like, oh, sit on the couch. Or like, you know, you sit in the living room. I cannot, like, I need to pull my knees up to my face. You know what I mean? No. Like, or or <laughs> sit or sit cross leg on their couch. Joe puts his legs I, into the couch. Couches are the most awkward thing to freaking sit on. First of all, the seat of it's too big. So if you're scooted all the way back, your legs are just dangling. You feel like the big comfy couch that PBS Kids Show. Oh remember? yeah. And I don't. Couches are just not comfortable. They're not made for formal sitting. Okay, no. couches are made for you to like curl up in a ball. Lounge Play some in. Skyrim. Yeah. And so I don't know the proper way to sit on a couch in now public. I, now I just imagine if someone invites you over to their apartment or whatever, and they're like, hey, go and sit on the couch. You just complain. I always complain. The second I walk <laughs> in your door, it's the second I leave. Honey, honey you better get ready no one for invites me anywhere anymore. Let me tell you. Uh-uh, that is the truth. Uh, um, do, you, do you guys have a comfy couch? Well, okay. Well, first off, you just moved to your, okay. your temporary housing location. Yes, we moved. Uh, we've got a four-month lease here. There's a whole bunch of shit going on at the old place right now. It's getting painted. It's getting some repairs done. She's getting it's renovated. Getting staged. Yeah, it's getting staged tomorrow. It's getting a photo shoot plus like a virtual walkthrough because that's what we have to do these days. Um, you're going to be able to th- go through that old place in 3D, honey. With honey. like fancy-ass wow. furniture that was never in there before and that will probably never be in there again. It's just temp you furniture know? that they throw in there. Yeah, well, you know, they have like warehouses full of nice-ass furniture and they see but what no size one's your allowed place to is. Use. <laughs> no one touches it. Don't touch it, honey. Ever. How sad is but, that? Um, that's pretty sad, honestly. Well, but, I, hope uh, I Yeah, hope it, it should go on the market next week. Yeah. Um, we've started like semi looking, but anyway, the uh, move was the kind of a disaster. And I kind of, so I've only ever moved with two suitcases at a time. Right. Like mm-hmm. when I go somewhere, I take whatever can fit in two suitcases. Cause my philosophy is give away all your possessions or sell them on Craigslist. You're going to start die soon over anyway. new. You're going to die soon anyway. And you can start over new wherever you go. All right. you really need is five T-shirts, a pair of jeans, and a computer. And That's truly, all because you like, need when, when you were hopping around, well, when you were severely depressed and hopping place to place because you had the ability to do that, that's the exact way to do it. 
is to like yeah. have as little amount of possessions as possible. So when you do move, it's like not a huge hassle. Well, now you live with a man and a dog and furniture. So like it's a whole other ball game when you move, even just down the fucking street, like down. down a couple blocks, right? Yes, just like three, two, three blocks. Um, So we reserved the parking outside of our building, the street parking, because parking lots don't exist. There are no driveways, anything like that. It's all buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, so res- reserve the spots. You're supposed to put up your signs like 72 hours, three days in advance or something. So we strung up our signs. Everything was fine and dandy. Wake up the day of the move. There are like th- literally three cars in the spot. Oh, no. And so we call the number because like I don't want to get them towed. But right. like. We have we have it reserved. Like we we reserved this place for a reason. We we're gonna have trucks here. Like hello, legitimately paid a fee to have these spots reserved. Mm -hmm. So called them. They came down and they're like, "Oh, we actually can't enforce this because you didn't activate the signs when you put them up." Which I totally understand is a thing. So like when you put up your signs, you're supposed to like take a picture of them. And like send it into them or something, so they know you put it up. I've never heard of this. Yeah, well, I've never had to move with a moving truck or like get street parking in like concrete jungle, wet dream tomato city. What isn't that wet dream tomato? Yeah, it is. Aren't those the lyrics? New York concrete jungle, wet dream tomato. Oh yeah, by Alicia Keys, Mm -hmm. Alicia Piano. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. You have to reserve it. You get these signs, you string them up or post them on trees and uh, you have to take a picture of them to say, hey, I put these up 72 hours before and we didn't catch that part. So it's our fault totally, but we couldn't tell anybody. So the moving truck had to park like illegally across the street, like, and we were paying for the, by the hour at that point. They also arrived late. We told them we only had the loading dock until 12 at the new place. They showed up at like 9.30, when wires got crossed or something but last we heard they were showing up at like eight which Mm -hmm. would have been fine so we're like begging the new place if we can use the loading dock longer and they're like sorry someone else has it reserved but until they get here you can use it and we can see what happens so we like they pulled up the moving truck and like we were helping them with boxes we were like we gotta get all this shit in yes and we did it though we did it job it happened and like i was tired for like three days afterward just Using Flat any out. amount of energy. I love packing. I could pack this whole place up again. I'd be absolutely fine. But the moving part, hated every second of it. Mm-hmm. Every fucking second of it was awful. But right. I am thankful that we can afford movers. We didn't have to like, I feel like once you're, once you're past the age of like 30 and you just really shouldn't ask your friends, you right. know? It's to like, move an entire one-bedroom apartment for you. Like right, bed. it's like, just pay movers, honey. Yeah, and so, you know, we don't have... we, And also, didn't want to put our friends at risk for anything. Right, especially during like a pandemic. The workers were safe. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we all it's, wore masks. Yeah, 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 We had hand sanitizer available, lots of hand washing, social distancing. So it was, you know, paid them well, tipped well. So, you know, it all make ended it worth up being okay. While. It all ended up being fine. But it was just like, I kept checking my heart rate on my watch. And I was like, sis, this is it. This is the day. This is the day where, you know, I get rushed to the hospital. Right. Just like, (laughs) 
this well, like, is it. With, this is the with thing. Big, with big moves like that or big life events, there's always going to be snags, right? Like, I feel like at, at this point in my life, like if I were to move and I had everything scheduled out, like it's it's good. It, it, it relieves my anxiety to like schedule things out and uh, be prepared and pack early. But like expecting that and and kind of making room in my mind emotionally and mentally for things to go wrong. Learning how to do that has helped me out. Being like expecting that some shit's going to go wrong and it's going to be OK has helped me out. But it seems like that you you managed okay. You got moved in. Piggy it was made fine. it. Piggy didn't it get lost. Fine. Piggy made it. He's did get lost in the mouth. No, he's good. His his uh daycare is right across the street now from Aww. us. So he's gonna go get a haircut on Friday. Uh him and me both. We both need to go. Trust. Um otherwise it's been fun. I can't complain. I really mm-hmm. can't complain. This is a nice place to live for four months while we sell and look for something else. So Nice. It was just, you know, one of those days. Now, is the is the place that you're in now, is it specifically for like temporary housing for people that are moving and finding new places? No. Like, like a, a four month lease is like unheard of. Like, I think they're kind of desperate because uh, like no one's moving right now. Well, and also they you have to pay more to do a shorter lease. Oh, OK. So like your rent goes up the mm-hmm. less months you're here. Um, okay. But no, this is most people just live here, which is like. It's a little too fancy. It's not like fancy, fancy, but it's like pool it's on, on the, the roof. Door, it, it we do have a concierge. Oh my god! Um, packages get put into lockers where you have to type in a code and your locker pops up. You get an email every time and a text every time you get a package. That's nice. Um, we went up to the pool on the rooftop. It's on like the tenth floor, and it's was gorgeous. We could see oh the Washington god. Monument and Washington the Capitol. Monument. Washington Monument. So it's it's nice, but it's not like I'm going to take advantage of any of these amenities. You know, right. I just want to be left alone. Exactly. Yes. So I, I, I feel the same way. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I guess. How big how is, are this you? Temp- is this temporary place compared to your old place? Oh, it's about 50 more square feet. So our old place is with 600 square feet. This one's, I think, is 650, 640 or 650. So, no, so not a huge change in, in any means. No, we fit in here very comfortably. And even we left, we have a storage unit here too. So we put half the stuff in storage so we don't have to unpack it. Nice. So, yeah, it feels a lot more spacious already than the other place. But... Right, because you don't have half your shit everywhere. Right. Well, I'm so happy for you. Thanks. It It's going to be... It's going to be a, it's going to be a few months. Right. You know, like it's already been a year, you know, but like, I just keep telling myself the outcome will be worth it to have a bigger place, you know? Absolutely. Maybe hopefully a better location, stuff like that. Well, but how are you? I'm doing okay, actually. Um, Surprisingly, I'm doing okay. I had, I want to make an announcement live on the podcast. The, the time has come or had come. For me to irrigate my ears. And so I did that oh, the other day. Okay. You're and how how often do you do this? Four I months, feel like five it's like, months? It's like once a year. I think my ears okay. get bad enough where my hearing I have like actual hearing loss. Anyway, so I here's a pro tip for I hadn't I don't know why I never thought of this before. Before I was like trying to like when I've tried to irrigate my ears, use like a little bulb syringe and some warm water and you like flush out your ears. It's weird and it's gross. But before I like tried laying down and had like a 
a towel underneath me and I'd get soaked anyway because there's, you know, it's water and it's spraying everywhere. I tried doing it over the sink and it was messy. Pro tip, just do it in the shower. I did I did it in the shower this time. You're already wet. Water's going anywhere anyway. The water coming from the 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 tap or whatever's already warm. The shower head. Like, hello. Anyway, so, so I did what that. is it? What do you, what do you do? Is it special stuff you're squirting in there? Or? No, literally just water. Well, like b- beforehand, what you can do is you can buy um, eardrops, and I did. I actually did this this time because my my doctor recommended it. You can buy the fizzy. Um, yeah, it's it's like it's a type of hydrogen peroxide. I I think it's it's like very similar to hydrogen peroxide, and you put a bunch of drops in your ears, and it's supposed to soften the wax. Right. Um, and it fizzes and it's really fucking itchy and uncomfortable. I hate that feeling. Oh. Um, but it like it works. And so I did that in both ears and I kind of got the earwax loosened up. Um, and then I just like got in the shower and with this this tiny little bulb syringe. Not one not one that you use for douching. Oh my just, god. Let me tell you how many times I've gotten in the shower with a tiny little bulb syringe, honey. <laughs> for your tiny little butthole. Can't even tell you the amount of times. Uh huh. Anyway, oh go on. Because I have a bulb, because like I have a bulb syringe for douching, and Obby. it's like it's a like fifteen times the size. I and was so telling it's... people in a stream about the ear syringes, describing yeah. them, and they were like, "That's a douching bulb," and I was like, "No, that's they make them for your ears too." Right. They, they at first, like before they were used for douching, they were like they're used for like cleaning like babies, like noses and ears and shit. Right. And then like the gays appropriated the it. And then use them for douching, which works. I've only ever used well. them for that. Yeah, great. I mean, so yeah. obviously, ask your doctor about douching. Blah blah blah. But yes, please ask. We're not medical professionals. <laughs> but like, you know, they'll know. They'll it's have it's so funny because, like, if you talk to someone about a bulb, if you talk to a homosexual person about a, a bulb syringe, they're gonna assume they're talking. You're talking about the giant one that you use for douching. And so, no, I was not using my douche syringe for my ears. Hello. How the that fuck was, big is your douching syringe? It's Mine not, is it's, not. It's. I mean, it's like, it's medium. Like, the 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 one that, I, I'll have to take a picture of you. The one that I have for my ears is like, it like fits in the palm of your hand. It's very small. Do not send me a picture of your douching Do you want me to send a picture of my douching? Of Absolutely. my douching? Do, do not wanna, send me a picture me of a your brown-tipped douching bulb. <laughs> do not... <laughs> Patreon exclusive? <laughs> huh? Absolutely not. Mm. Drive that e bussy out of here, honey. Oh my god. Get in I'm that e bussy. Get the fuck out of here. Still thinking about that e bussy <laughs> from last week. Anyways, uh, so back to my gross story. So do yeah. I do it in the shower? I just had like a cup that I filled it up with shower water. Hopefully there aren't any brain eating amoebas in my tap god. water. You know, who knows? Yeah. I could be dead who by knows? next week. Anyways, the amount of, of shit that came out of my ears was, as usual, revolting. But, girl, everything's so much crisper and clearer. It's like the world has changed. Everything's so different now. I can hear the birds chirping, you know? It just You just let the ear shit run down your body, mm-hmm. your naked body in the shower now? Let the rain fall down, honey. Let the rain okay. fall down. Don't use my favorite Hillary Duff songs to describe your disgusting bodily habits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, they don't deserve that. I, so if, if anyone else, because like there's a there's a couple people that I know that have had um, the same kind of like over wax bodily function that I have like my my ears. If you don't know, my ears produce way too much wax. 
It's probably because that I have headphones on all the time. It's also probably related to the fact that I had chronic ear infections as a child. Um, and that can cause your ears as an adult to overproduce wax. Apparently, it's like 2 to 6% of the population have this problem. Regardless... This is the first time in a long time that I've been able to like successfully wash out my ears myself without like going to the doctor. Cause like it's kind of embarrassing going to your doctor being like, hey, I'm not here for really an emergency. I'm here because I need you to flush out the ear shit out of my ear canals, please. Let me tell you, you know, that's probably the bright spot in their day. In Montana, (laughs) they're probably like taking footballs out of people's asses. Like, I just know people are bored AF in Montana, closeted and sticking footballs up their asses. Honey, then they should get, well, let them borrow my douche. It'll help them get the football out of their ass. I don't think you should ever let someone borrow your douche, first of all. (laughs) I I, I mean, how intimate are you with your Uh, partner? Absolutely never that intimate. (laughs) I don't know. You might need a poop. What is it called? A poop translation? A poop transplant? Poop transplant. There you Lost go. Lost in poop translation? <sighs> this is episode 299. Yeah. I'm going to quit. <laughs> this is the last episode. <laughs> it's over. We're not even going to, we're not going to give you the satisfaction of having a 300th episode. I think we should acknowledge it in this episode and not acknowledge not it at all Not talk about next it at week. all next week. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the smart thing to do. That's very us, to be quite honest. So anyway, I flushed my ears out successfully. Um, if you if you live in the U.S., you can get this this solution over the counter, these eardrops. I think it's under the brand name like Debrox, D-E-B-R-O-S. Are they sponsoring us? No, but um, it's, mm. yeah, it's a it's a type of hydrogen peroxide that's in it. I wouldn't recommend like mixing your own hydrogen peroxide and putting it in your ears because I'm not a medical professional. That could probably kill you. Anyways, if you need to soften your earwax, Debrox is at your local Walgreens or CVS or Rad Aid or whatever. Wow, I didn't know this was Home Shopping Network. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the only job I could get was working working for uh the um. What's what? What's the channel that always has the Home Shopping Network? The Home Shopping Channel? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Isn't it the whole... The network itself, is the channel is just called Home I, why HSN, I think it was right? HLN. What's HLN? Home Lobotomy Network? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's HLN. H, since HLM is like, HLN is owned by CNN. Anyway, that was There's my story. There's two of them, and I forgot the other one. Well, who who can never be sure, you know? That's true. Well, I'm very glad about your ears. I'm glad to hear you can hear again. You huh? can hear my lovely voice. Huh? And, um, you know, it'll <laughs> be great on that. for editing the podcast. Right. You know, can you imagine that I haven't been able to hear anything correctly since I, when I was editing this podcast? Wow. What a blessing. True. A blessing in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get some of the ear fizzy stuff just because, I mean, Why not? my ears are not like yours. My sister's kind of are. Really? I remember hers getting waxy. She had to like get the, the you, which you've said you've had to have it done to the tweezers. The doctor like puts in the long tweezers and pulls out a ball. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like, um, oh yeah. Like they have like a little like scoop that they can scoop. Yeah. In. Those were big in like, um, do you remember? In like Japan, yeah. Ears, you, didn't you I send you an ear one. scoop? You bought me yeah. one that was. I got it at Daiso in Japantown. Yeah, it, it it had a light at the end of it. Oh my god! But it's like Love I'm not gonna be able to see it. I could use it on other people anyway. It's for scooping out your brain, right? Giving myself a lobotomy. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. 
Um, anyway, so that's that's what happened anyway. to me this week. Joe moved. I moved wax out of my ears. And that's that on that. So did you hear about, I don't know, which one of these articles that I skimmed do you want? Japanese I mean, they're face both going to be awful. That translates things. Uh, did you see the neck gator stuff the, in oh, Washington oh, Post? Oh, the stuff about how the like neck gator stuff could actually be worse than not wearing a mask. Right. Um, so this was Washington Post wearing a neck gaiter may be worse than no mask at all, researchers find. So, so if they how, did all these tests. If, if we were um, to describe a neck gaiter to people, how would you describe it for people that don't know what this is? I had never heard it called that. I didn't know that word till I saw it trending on Twitter. Yeah, me either. I, it just reminds me. It, it's like, don't people use them for like hunting? Yeah, or, or like skiing. Oh, okay. That may be where I've seen pictures of them. It's like, okay, neck gaiters are for people who it's for straight. It's like, it's like for straight people that want to wear a scarf, but are too emasculated by it. So they wear a neck gaiter. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good description. Right. It's like, it's like a cowlick is what, what are those called? Those, those like those types of shirts that have like the cowlick neck on it. You know what I'm talking about? A turtleneck? No, but it, I mean, kind of. It, it's like a, a turtle. A cowlick like, neck. Hold on. What, is that what it's called? Hold on. Cowlick. cowlick. I thought a cowlick was when you had a place on your hair that like wouldn't fall down. Um, I'm just getting like pictures of. Missoni hot pink long sleeve cowlick neck shirt. Oh, a cowl. Is that what it's called? Ca- a cowl. How do you spell I that? I think it's cowl. No? Yes. I'm seeing cowlick shirt. It's, it's a cowl. Why did I think it was cowlick? I don't know, because I see a bunch of things saying cowl. Cowl neck shirt. C-O-W-L. Yeah, I think. I anyway, no it's idea. like that. It's like a cowl neck. I see. That goes over your like mouth and, and, nose. and nose. But Basically, it's usually, only straight people fucking use this. It's allegedly like super thin, the stuff yes. they were using. And so it says, like, if would you sneeze or breathe out? It's breaking up the big particles that come out of you into even smaller particles so they linger in the air longer, I think right. was the situation of why they're actually worse. So um, it was put in, there were a couple other things that were uh, not good. Said gators were counterproductive. There's some asks that masks that actually hurt rather than do good. Other ones that fall into this category are bandanas and knitted masks. Oh, yeah. Did you um, see those knitted masks? No, like Th- people actually knit them? Yes. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, there were some, like, crazy Republican white women who were selling these knitted masks on Etsy. Oh, and, and the they lacy were, kind of ones, too. Yes. And it's, like, offered zero protection. And it's like, this isn't going to do anything. Like, what do you... Right. Anyway, yeah. Well, um... There's the tea. Now they've done, I mean, they had already done studies on face masks, but now they've, they're actually doing them, you know, like which are most effective, which materials. I think it said, um, some of their cotton ones were on par with like the medical masks, the like, right, that's you know, the blue papery and, ones. And what I saw is the, the, the cloth cotton reusable masks that like people are making the ones you can buy from old navy the ones that are reusable are like second tier to like a first tier mask like an n95 which i was really happy to hear that like okay so these masks are like effective and i feel good wearing them and you get them in cute patterns stuff like that so i was glad that they weren't like nil 
and were doing more harm than good compared to those straight people things people were wearing. I see so many people with bandana. Well, not so many, but every once in a while I'll see someone with a bandana and I'm like, that thing's open all at right, the bottom. It's open at the bottom. What are you doing? Hello? Yeah. I mean, I guess they, they're one of those people who like have to breathe or whatever. Ew. What the fuck? Right? But like the, the thing for me, <clears throat> sorry, is that I always like every time I see people wearing like mask alternatives, it's always guys. And they always oh, look straight. Oh, for sure. And it's it like, is always... We talked like, about this before where, like, it's this weird thing about how masks are, like... Straight guys think that masks are, like, emasculating to them. Yeah, and so they weird. wear They wear, like, a bandana instead. Or they wear these, like, whatever the fuck you were talking... I've already forgot the word for them that are gators. ineffective. Yeah, gators. Gators. It's always, like, wow. straight dudes. I'm like, get your... I agree, sis. It's like, hello, you're dumb. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Hello, yeah. you're dumb. Hello, you're dumb. Hello, hello, you're dumb. Hello. Anyway, I hate it. Wear, um, wear cute cotton masks. I know that like, not to, not to like, um, prop up a, a huge corporate conglomerate, but I've heard that like the cotton masks, if you're desperate and you don't want to buy, you know, them from a, a woman who makes them on Etsy like I did. Um, you can buy like a pack of six or three cotton masks from Old Navy, allegedly. And apparently they're really good. So I told you I got the um, we got a, a box of 50 masks for like 30 bucks on Amazon. Oh, that's right. Aren't they the, all the, the black ones? They're all black um, and they fit really well, like really snug, like around your face, no openings. And they're like the the quality's good. They've we've already washed them, you know, like four or five times. I don't have any um, black masks, and I really want some because I feel I like them. I like the way they look. I feel like they're really like chic. So chic. So, so chic. chic. Oh my god, me and Justin. So I we we're gonna need to get like some masks to get married in because that's Ooh. coming up in like October. So mm-hmm. I want to get us some. You know, you can get like whatever custom masks you want. I want one that says just and one that says married. Oh, I thought you were going to say just, and then the other one says in, because it's all about Justin and not about you. I feel like someone told me about a joke like that, where it was like, Justin something. Justin. Just in anyway, case. I'm not here for the puns. I'm here for a this serious, is serious wedding. <laughs> serious wedding attire. But it took me so long to figure out. Well, first of all, I was like, which, which word am I supposed to have? Which word is Justin supposed to have? Then I realized it doesn't matter because we can switch them. Right. We can figure that out when they get here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm looking for suggestions about what to put on each each mask because it could be something like obviously groom and groom, which I hate him and him, him and him, his or his and his. I don't know, but just married would just be like pretty basic. But this is a picture that I was like, I you know obviously this is a very historic year a very his a lot of historical things are happening this year and i feel like we should have like a wedding photo if we're getting married in the middle of a pandemic a wedding photo that kind of reflects that like i don't want right, to pretend like nothing's going on and also i'm kind of like get this get this in a in a history book in 70 years you know what right I mean? and so when your kids look back and by kids i mean the 12 dogs you're gonna have um oh i can't they look, wait they look back at this and they say rough 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 bark bark you can say, well, well it's want, because there was a pandemic in 2020. I want this in a history book. Well, we all know you want to be famous, Joe. I want to be, I want this gay couple 
mask wearing history book. Mask for mask. Um, so anyway, if you have any suggestions, please let me know. I have I'm trying two to suggestions. get them. I need to get them ordered. Oh, yeah. Are they you all know, bad? Uh, they're both bad. Ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we probably because I remember you talking about this before about how you potentially wanted to get married in masks and have them be cute. And I think I mentioned before that you should have the bottom half of Justin's face and Justin should have the bottom half of your face. Oh, my God. On each other's Absolutely mask. not. I, that then, terrifies me. <laughs> that would be horrifying. And then and you're both like smiling really big. Oh, in the God. <laughs> we should do we should do that, though. That would be cool. Just to make sure no one comes to the reception and no one wants to be around you because you look like a psychopath. My other suggestion is um, have a pictures of Piggy on both of your uh, masks. Just like a collage of Piggy pictures. I think that'd be cute. That would be cute. I have some Piggy picture collages that I've made in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. So I could do that. We all know but we I don't wanted, have any, you know. And we, and we could get several different kinds right and mix and match them like just I'm married love a mix and match right um so yeah for, also i think i look better with a mask on kind of honey me too literally and like, like when i put my mask on and my sunglasses i'm like okay my clothes look okay cute today and they can't see the face and so i feel right good yeah you feel unidentifiable right Right. I don't know. I know that I feel like it's problematic to say I really prefer you not to be able to see my face. I feel that. Well, it's interesting because, you know, um, like when like the face mask culture in like Asian countries and Southeast Asian countries um, are about like Confucianism and thinking about others more than you think about yourself and thinking about the well-being of of the general population, which is why people wear masks when they're sick, et cetera, et cetera. Um, some people, because mask wearing is so prevalent and not a weird thing in their countries, um, a lot of um, teenagers, when they have like facial acne, will wear masks instead of putting on makeup because it's easier and it covers everything up. Interesting. And so like some like I sometimes when I like get a couple pimples, I'm like, I'm glad I'm wearing a mask because now I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. No, like for real, though, had a huge zit recently and I was like. I don't even have to attempt to cover this up when I go to the grocery store later. And like, I know that's a problematic thought because in a perfect world, we would all accept each other. But y'all see the fucking ads. You know, you see Vogue magazine, you see ads on TV. That's right. not the way the world is. Right. And you, so I, you feel I, less I feel self-conscious with a mask on. Right. And I know of... other people feel so much more pressure, but like, you know, I feel it. I don't. I'm, I'm very much enjoying I mean, I'm not, I don't enjoy the pandemic, obviously, but I very obviously, much am enjoying obviously. the fact that mask wearing is becoming more and more of a social norm because I feel like it's good. And we talked about this before that like mask wearing is like good for when you're sick. And, you know, people have been doing it for, you know, like a hundred fucking years in like Japan and it's great. And so there's so many benefits to it. And I feel like that if we, I just, I, I'm enjoying it. I, I very much, enjoy the fact that I can wear a mask out in public and not be perceived as some fucking weirdo because there's so many cute masks and you can accessorize with them too. You can get cute ones. I have Pokemon masks because I'm gay. Did I tell yeah, you I'm gay yet? We know. Honey. I don't we, like cute masks. I can, they draw attention. I don't want compliments on my mask. I don't That's want why you just wear the black on ones that are chic. I wear a straight up boring mask. I'll take a black mask or a white mask. And I just, I just want to black mask because it won't show like if my cover up rubs off all over it. Right. 
I just want to be left alone. I just want to fade I, into the background when I'm fade in Fade into obscurity. And what is weird to me, though, is I still smile at people when I walk past them. Same. Even when I'm wearing a mask. Because I feel like... And I've been practicing, like, my eye smile mm-hmm. so that You're they smizing. can tell. Right. So it's It's a weird time to, like, I don't know. You realize how much expressions your mouth does. Right, because you're covering you know? up like three-fourths of your fucking face. Right. Like, I don't know. Your eyes are obviously super expressive, but I almost feel like your mouth is a little bit more. Right. It's hard to tell if you're smizing or squinting when you don't have any other reference right. points on your face, right? And when it's super bright outside and I've got on sunglasses and a mask, like, game I don't know. Over. who the fu- What the fuck's happening with your face? And I feel so bad, though, because sometimes I want to, like, say hi to dogs. And I feel like Those the dog dogs. knows... I'm, the dog is sad that I'm not smiling at it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, wear a it's mask. It's all your fault. Wear a fucking mask. The research is there. The science is there. Wear it. Wear it. And be proud, bitch. Mask. You're helping Who's other people. Who's got them? Who wants them? What do we do with them? Wear them. That's the tea. That's the tea, sis. Did I tell you um, that... Okay, so like you had... Did, did you get an antibody test? Was that the test that you got Yes, for COVID? I did. I... I had to get blood work done at LabCorp anyway. And mm-hmm. so I tacked on the antibody test because they'll give it to anybody. You just pay. They give the antibody test to anybody? Anybody, antibody? Antibody test to anybody. Um, so I made a mistake the other day. Um, my aunt was in town. My aunt and uncle were in town and they were going on like a fishing trip alone. And um, we have a couple restaurants that are open. Um, and they invited me out to a restaurant. It was outside... Um, well, wore masks beforehand, but it was risky per se. You shouldn't be going out. But I was like, okay, I'll go and see you guys. We had a wonderful dinner. We had risotto. It was amazing. The next day, my aunt texted me and saying, hey, I'm showing every COVID symptom imaginable and I'm <gasps> going I'm going to urgent care. And I was like, uh-oh, what? So she goes to urgent care and they give her a COVID test and they're like, okay, ma'am, either you have COVID or you have a raging kidney infection because apparently some of the symptoms can like meld over. Um, And so I, and this was like, I needed to go grocery shopping so bad because like I I had just got back from my trip from Idaho and I didn't have any food. And then I had some like drama happen with my family. And so I like couldn't do anything and I was out of town and blah, blah, blah. Um, So I, I was like gonna go grocery shopping the next day. And I'm like, I can't go anywhere because until she gets this COVID test back, to know if like I was exposed or not. So I had to quarantine myself. So I was literally eating bread and butter and like weird shit in my pantry for like four days while she got her results back. Cause like a lot of the results, if you aren't like on death's door, then you get the the COVID test that like they have to send in and it takes like 24 to 72 hours to get the results back. It's not like a rapid test. Those are for like emergencies. So it took like, you know, four days over the weekend for her to get the the test results back. And fortunately she was negative and she just had a raging kidney infection. But I was like, really? The one time I go out, I get a scare like that. Serves me right, honestly. So there you anyway, go. don't do what I did. And then so after that, I got my I got my face mask and then I went to the grocery store and I got all my food and it was great. Um, But, yeah, no, it was very stressful for a little bit because I was like, I could die. (laughs) But thankfully, um, tested negative and it was just her kidneys. 
So, and she just, I think she like had a UTI or something. I don't know exactly what happened. She's also, she's also kind of a hypochondriac. So maybe that has something to do with it. But anyways, um, that was my fun adventure over the weekend. That wasn't so fun. Wear your mask. Well, I'm glad it worked out. My dad had to get, my dad had to get a COVID test this week. Oh no. What Um, happened to him? Well, he just started getting sick. His, one of his work partners had it. Mm-hmm. And his whole family had it. But my dad hadn't been around him since like he had gotten it where he had gotten it from. Mm-hmm. So, but dad has started getting sick. He still doesn't have the results yet. But um, hopefully. Well, here's to hoping. Here's to hoping. Y'all wear y'all's masks. It ain't a hoax. It ain't a hoax. Don't go out when you don't have to. Even when your aunt yeah. is in town and they invite you out to a fancy dinner. It's so weird that the, are like the insides of restaurants open there? Um... A few are. The restaurant we went to had like out, they had both indoor and outdoor seating and we chose outdoor. um, Okay. Which is like good. Like we took as many precautions as we could, but it was still a risky maneuver that thankfully ended up being okay. But we would have had to worry about this if we didn't go out. You know, it's risk versus reward. Was the risk worth it? I don't know. The risotto was good. Anyways, yeah. So some, some restaurants here have some limited indoor seating um, but not all of them. I feel like a lot of restaurants that have outdoor seating um, is limiting a lot of their um, seating to just outdoors. But for some restaurants that don't have any outdoor seating, I think that they are they are allowed to do some like very low capacity indoor seating. Um, but I haven't gone to a restaurant and sat indoors since February. So yeah, who needs to? You know, it's weird. It's I very like odd. It is very odd. We get takeout food a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine like sitting inside of a restaurant. That seems so like foreign. It's very like, foreign. The concept is very foreign. And the only reason why I know this is because like I've been doing takeout too, not extremely often because I'm poor and I also like to cook. Um, but I've been frequenting um a really local Thai place that's relatively new. It's opened up in the in the last year. Um, that's really close by, which is really nice. And they have like a nice lunch venue. And so I go there. I, I you can order order online, and then you walk in, and they have like a dedicated area with all the like takeout orders. So you just pick it up, say thank you, and leave. And so it's like really well secluded. But they have like little spots in their restaurant where they have tables set up, like really spread apart for people coming in to like sit and eat but yeah no and the the lunch thai food hey girl it's good get get that sure. you, sweaty but no i haven't i haven't gone to a restaurant and sat inside in, in such a long time but you know what it's okay is it a want yes is it a need no sure anyways um do you have a cheese of the week this week it's cheese of the week no moving moving <laughs> moving trucks did you find any old cheese while you were moving we had to, th- we threw out several old cheeses when we moved. Oh, um, that's so sad. None of them were Black Diamond five-year reserve cheddars. We just have been without that since February. We all make um, sacrifices. We all make sacrifices. <laughs> there were a few moldy Cabot cheeses in there, but oh, I mean, Cabot. it's fine. Rest in peace. They had, they did their they played their part in my lives. <laughs> they my played life. their part. They played their part. What is this, a chess match? Honey, all cheeses are just actors within your life. They come and they go. <laughs> and luckily, if if they're good cheeses, they're there for more than a scene or two. I cannot wait. With some to- of them, 
have a monologue and then they get off stage. You know? Wow. Wow. I cannot wait to take your philosophy class on cheese this coming semester. All the world is a cheese. Wow. All the stages. I don't know cheese. what to say. Honestly, I shouldn't have even brought I it know, up. I know, speechless. <laughs> Waiting <laughs> for my uh, guest professor residency in your local theater. I don't know, theater your, degree? Your local theater class at your at your um, defunct community college. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'll be. So Joe's Cheese of the Week this week is teaching about cheese philosophy at your local community college. That's the cheese this week. All the world is a cheese. Um, I'm trying to remember if I... I I was eating a lot of... I I used a lot of of Parmigiano-Reggiano, like the real shit. Because I told you that I I get the Parmigiano-Reggiano from Costco. Um, You can get like the big ass fucking slab of it. And it it's a hard cheese. You put it in in a you know a gallon sized Ziploc bag and get all the air out. It lasts basically forever because the moisture content is so low. And real Parmesan Reggiano is just so good. Anyway, um, so that's that's the cheese I've been eating recently. Is Parmesan. Oh. I've been putting Parmesan on things. Well, yummy. I go in and out of cheese because lactose intolerance. I'm like, can I deal with this today? You know what? I'm gonna take the risk. So. You know what though? What's interesting? I'm gonna be starting to sample a lot more cheeses because. So this is, uh, we're on the fourth floor of this building. On the first floor is our grocery store. What? Oh, you're living that well, life yeah, now, aren't you? Yeah, because we live, do what? You're living that life now. Oh, honey. Literally, this is like, um, like, so Piggy's place is right across the street. Grocery store's first floor. Sec, uh, like, block next to us is like 7-Eleven for snacks or whatever. Wow, Like, you we're in a very, anywhere. no, we're in a very, which we were already like two blocks from here. But now it's even more like before then it was like, OK, I need to run down to the grocery store, but I'll wait till I need like two or three things. Now it's like I just you literally just take the elevator and you're there. Take the elevator, go downstairs, walk out back in and I can get like flour, whatever the fuck I need. It is I can't so wait for you to convenient. break in to the grocery store on the first floor <laughs> at like three in the morning, <laughs> like the rat you are and start nibbling. Just a nibble and all their cheeses. But it's not a Harris Teeter, of course. Oh, okay. My Harris Teeter is, you know, we're still about the same distance to Harris Teeter as our old place. But this place doesn't have the selection of cheeses that Harris Teeter has. Okay. But so it's convenient. It's convenient. It's like a, um, do you know what Streets is? I think we've gone over this. Streets Marketplace. I think you've mentioned this before, yes. It's kind of like a Whole Foods that also sells brand name. Right. Stuff. Yes. Like Coke and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's super convenient. I'm very excited about it. They got good fruit. Ooh, see the produce is important. They yeah. got good produce, real good produce. Brussels sprouts and whatnots. Oh, Brussels sprouts. Love them. We cooked some last night. And it's very interesting having an electric oven now instead of a gas. Oh, that's right. Tell me about it. All of my recipes. I cooked my famous boulder hole. Chocolate chip cookies. Bowl one bowl, to hole, sweaty. Bowl to hole, straight from the bowl into the oven, straight into your hole. Mm-hmm. Bowl to hole. Which hole? You decide. That's up to, yeah, that is based on preference. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they took longer, which I think is because our gas oven was probably a lot hotter than we, than it said it was, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and this one is probably a lot more accurate. It's like a regular sized oven. Our last one was smaller. So yeah, it took like five minutes more to cook the cookies, but they were like more even. But you figured baked. it out. Yeah. I figured it out, but it's been like a, 
it's been a learning process. Cooking the Brussels sprouts, they came out uh, more even, but they mm-hmm. took longer. It's not convection, though. Mm-hmm. So there's no fan in there blowing the air around. No fans. Um, no fans. Only fans. Only fans. Oh, no no fans of this only fans oven. Uh, but it's it's nice. Interesting. I enjoy it. Yeah. So he- here's my question for you. Do you have a um a mechanical oven thermometer that you can put in your oven to get like an accurate I reading? I do. Yes, we do. Because like th- uh, something very no- notorious about electric ovens is that they can get uncalibrated after a long time, depending on how how old the oven is. My parents, for instance, have a have an oven that's electric um, and it is off by like 50 degrees. Like oh it is God. so off. So if you preheat her to like 350, it's 300. And they didn't realize this like they're and, and also like they have a, they're actually getting a new oven at the end of this uh, at the end of this month. Like they got a new fridge like they are putting money into their kitchen. And I'm so happy about it because their oven. Um, and I don't know. I'm assuming that electric ovens, maybe the older models probably preheat a lot slower than mm. gas models. I feel like that my oven preheats uh, kind of slow to average. My parents oven that's electric, you would preheat it and it would take like a good 30 minutes for it to preheat up to like 350 to 400. Wow. And it was, it was like such a pain in the ass. So that's one thing that I I was going to suggest to you is if you have a a, a a oven thermometer that you can stick in that's properly calibrated. Curious how accurate your oven is. You can check that. And then I was also going to ask how long it takes for your oven to preheat. If it's if it's any different, if there's any, you know, median difference between your electric oven that you have now versus the gas oven you previously had. The gas oven definitely preheated a lot faster. Right. Um, I'll test them, uh, our thermometer, though, because we've got one. Uh, I think I only tested a handful of times at the old place, but the gas oven definitely always registered hotter. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went on the, I went down like a whole oven thermometer hole once Girl, with America's Test Kitchen. Uh, that's they what I tell did. you like which ones are good, which ones are bad, which ones were so properly I think we calibrated at one. the factory. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, I'll have to do that. That's a do some science for thought. us and, and keep us posted because I'm very curious what the difference is. Will too. I'm going to make some ginger snaps tomorrow. Oh, ginger snaps are so good. And that reminds it's me of a, like the holidays because we're, we're, it's fucking August. LOL. All these people online were like, it's so weird because it's August now. And I just like thought about it a little too hard. And I was like, damn, summer's over. Thank God. And I, I mean, this do, is uh, the hottest month here. Right. And true. I'm over it. Right. It is fucking hell on earth. Hate it. Oh, um, here's a question. Do you have like central air in your new place? We do. It's amazing. <gasps> oh, my God. I know. Like most, well, not most, a lot of the older buildings in D.C., of course, you have to have window units. Right. Um, which is what our old place did. But a lot of them are also renovated with um, HVAC systems. Mm-hmm. And But this is a new building in general. This is just a, I think this building is only less than 10 years old, maybe. Right. So it's, um, it, it got the good shit. It got the good shit. Like Nice. It's been cold in here. I am not used to being it being cold indoors. Oh, love a little like love in the being summer. frigid. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, I mean, you gotta be anyway. cold or else you'll get spoiled, you know? Like like a piece of meat. That's true. I rot, honey. Joe's I'm just all, a cadaver. I've been dead for years and right. I just have to be go from cool place to cool place. She has to be in a refrigerated unit. Oh. Anyways, anyway. Should we move on to our favorite things? Let's do it. 
These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe. Yeah. What's your favorite thing this week? So, last week it was the Pixel 4a. Oh, yeah, that's which right. Which means I had to get a case for it, and which means I had to get a new pop socket for it. Oh, that's right, because you're you're still a, a tween TikToker, aren't you? You're still using the pop I sockets. fucking will die on the hill of pop sockets. <laughs> but the die hill on itself the will be hill. made of pop sockets. It is. They are the best invention ever for mobile devices. Well, okay, first they off. They are amazing. Yeah. Um, sure. didn't your didn't your previous pop socket have a picture of Piggy on it? Yes, my pop socket still does the one that I have right now, but it's on a silicone case. And uh-huh. so what I had to do, you can detach the tops from the base so you can switch them out without having to take the base off of your phone once mm-hmm. it's stuck onto it. But this case is silicone, so I had to super glue the base onto it. Um, so I can't take the base off. I had to get a new base. But then I was like, you know what? I might as well get a new top for my pop socket as well, which is the part with the image. Um, so I ordered another custom one with a different picture of Piggy on it. Because this one's all scratched up. My old one is getting all scratched up. Honey, she's so, used. Got a new Piggy pop socket, but I needed $20 for free shipping. So what I had done, I bought, gave myself another little purchase on the pop socket website. And that is the Pop Mount 2 Fleck. The fuck is this? I'll send you a picture. Okay. So it's basically a tripod that works with your pop socket. And you can bend it into any shape. It can grip onto shit. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to use it for. My phone's been sitting in it this entire podcast. Just just hanging out. This is really cool. It's really actually really fucking functional. I can see myself if I ever have to like take a picture somewhere. It being handy. You like wrap it around something where you're trying to take butthole pics. Right. And well, you could just that. You know what? That's a really fucking good point. If I were still taking nudes, this would be like a godsend. The angles that you have to do to get a good nude these days. You have to. You better be an Olympic motherfucking gymnast. Yeah. To take a good nude. Um, No, but it's so great. And you can just like wad it up and like throw it in your backpack. It's not like huge and bulky like a selfie stick. Mm hmm. And honey, she flexible and pop mount too. Flex. I got the black one, and um, you know, it changed my life. Nice. What can you I'll, say? I'll definitely put a link to this in the show notes, um, for people yeah. to kind of get like a an idea of this. Yeah, it's literally just like a flexible, moldable tripod yeah. for for your pop socket. See, like the the thing that the only reason why I don't use a pop socket is because I use wireless charging all the time. I feel and, it. And, I feel that. But the thing is, with the Pixel 4a, it doesn't have wireless charging, so you don't even have the option. So you just, like, put the pop socket on and just plug in your phone. It's not even a big deal. It's not a big deal. Right now, so, at the moment, I take my case off every night to charge my phone wirelessly. Oh, gotcha. Um, so it's not a, you know, it's well, not a big deal. you won't have deal. to take your case off. You just have to plug her in. Won't even have to take my case off. Well, nice. This is actually a really cool invention. I had no idea this even existed. It was worth getting for the free shipping. Yeah, girl. And it can even... Oh, Excuse me. There she goes. She's sneezing again. She's sneezing. It even has like um, little holes at the end to like route your cords into. Yeah. Honey, route those cords. I actually have no idea what these fucking holes are for. Uh, Yeah, allegedly on their website, they have a picture of it like a charging cord going through one of them. Oh, didn't even see it. Anyways. Oh, yes, there is, Good favorite thing. What's your favorite thing this week? So mine is, so I, I, I don't know if I told, if I talked about this in the after show two weeks ago or the podcast last week, but 
my instant pot broke again. So I had right. to go in and replace the fuse. The fuse was like burnt. Girl, this instant pot is gonna like it's not gonna last for any That's a, so a sad. decent amount of time longer. Well, I've had it for like four years. I mean, still okay. it should probably last longer than that. But yeah. I mean, at least they aren't too expensive. Regardless, I went in, I I did major brain surgery on the instant pot again and I replaced the fuse and now it's back to life for how long we don't know but um I did mention that when I did you know go out and was a bad boy and got um went out with my aunt and uncle and we got food I ordered this risotto it was like um it was like a a roasted vegetable risotto and I've never made risotto at home and I, I, I haven't, you know, hadn't ordered it at a restaurant in years. And risotto is really fucking delicious. I think the main reason why I didn't, I've never made risotto at home is that it requires a special, really starchy, short grain rice like Arborio, um, which I've never bought before, etc. So I was like, I wonder if there's any good recipes for making risotto in a pressure cooker or an instant pot. And if it's like a thing you can do, if it actually turns out well, well, I looked it up on America's Test Kitchen, didn't really see much. And then I, because I have like a few different publications that I immediately go to. One of them is ATK. Another one is Serious Eats um, with Kenji Lopez-Alt, um, who's an amazing like food scientist. And I, I would trust him with my life. So he, of course, has a pressure cooker mushroom risotto recipe with a video. So I was like, girl, wow. I'm going to do this. And so, yeah, I made this this mushroom risotto in the Instant Pot. I, I bought this like Arborio rice because the thing with risotto that apparently is like a pain in the ass is with classic risotto, you have to like stir it constantly while the rice like cooks and, and swells up with the broth and becomes starchy. It's like this constant stirring thing and you have to like watch it like a hawk. Apparently, when you make it in an Instant Pot, um, it cooks and then you do you do a rapid release of the pressure and that um, agitates the rice while it's depressurizing and it like all the, the starch comes out. So it like does the stirring for you with the rapid release of the pressure. Um, apparently that kind of emulates it. Regardless, I tried out this recipe. It was so fucking good. And then the next day what I did is I... Um, took my leftover risotto and I formed them into patties and then I fried them and had them for lunch. And they were so fucking good. So if you have an Instant Pot or not, I think that um, in the recipe, he gives you like the classic instructions on how to make this recipe without an Instant Pot or pressure cooker. Regardless, if you're a fan of risotto and mushrooms and mushroom risotto and mushrooms and risotto, um, you should try out this fucking recipe. Um, I'll put it in the description. And I tried it out and it turned out really well. And now I know how to make risotto in the Instant Pot. And I feel fancy. So Wow. Anyway, what are your thoughts I don't on risotto? Think I don't think I've ever had it. It's just like... Isn't it just like super mushy rice? Yeah, it's, it's, it's rice in like a creamy sauce, but the sauce is made out of oh. the starch that comes out of the rice. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It looks delicious. Now I'm I'm like Google image searching risotto. It's risotto r- it with Parmesan really cheese. Yeah. And so Parmesan that's why risotto. This looks so good. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I don't know. It's it was it was delicious. And the whole reason why I made it was because I had it at that goddamn restaurant. So that's why I've been I've been eating a lot of um uh Parmigiano Reggiano. It's because you add this to the dish to kind of like up the creaminess factor. Regardless, I'll put the recipe in the description. Um 
if I can do it, you can do it. It was pretty fucking foolproof, step-by-step instructions. And it was delicious. So, hey, if you never made risotto before and you want to try it, this is a good recipe. It was good. Wow. An inspiration. I'm such a cooking inspiration. Can't wait for my um my cooking um cookbook to come out. Instant Pot Recipes by Sam. You know your cooking cookbook. Mm-hmm. It's a cookbook where you cook things. There's recipes. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll take one. Honey, use it to wipe your ass with. Oh my god! Yeah, we don't have a bidet now. Wait, what? Yeah, there's no bidet here, and we didn't. Our old one. We got to go pick it up tonight. They've been doing all of the repairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go pick up our old bidet. I don't think we're going to put it on here. Just because it's like four months. Yeah, well, it's four months. We had trouble putting it on the first time. Uh, um, oh, no. But I think we might just get a new one anyway, because it's kind of got like this discoloration on it where some water got under the sticky part. Oh, weird. And so it, it looks like pee, but it's mm. not. It's just like the glue has turned That ain't crappy. pee. That ain't pee. You guys, we gotta tell all our guests that. Honey, we that yell ain't it through the bathroom door. That how, ain't pay. How much were those? Uh, didn't we get them when they were really oh, cheap? What are they, like 30 bucks or I something? I feel like we got, yeah, I feel like I got mine when it was like 40. And I feel like you got yours when it was like 40 also. Yeah. So it's not like it's a huge investment to buy a new one for your no. new place. And we're, we'll see. We may even leave that one there. But probably not since it's just, just colored. That's, mm-hmm. It's gross. Um, yeah. Eh. There are a few I've had my eye on. They seem to have, you know, when they in the midst of the pandemic a couple months ago, they skyrocketed to like a hundred bucks. Right. But now they're back down to twenties, thirties, forties. So um, I'm thinking it'll be okay. We'll keep us posted. We'll do. Maybe I'll make some risotto too. That sounds mm. really good. Girl, highly recommend. Might do that later. Anyways, good, good favorite, favorite things. things. Yeah, good favorite things. Um, well, it's good to be back. Did we take off last week? Yes, we're, we're doing an after show this week. Okay, we took off last week. We're going to be doing an after show this week for all you lovely Patreon patrons. Great to be back. We'll see you next week for the 300th episode. Ugh, I guess. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Daisha M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. DeVoy C. Emily H. Erica V. Feliciano D. James P. Javier. Johnny B. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Maurice W. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rachel. Rose G. Scott A. Tristan T. Vault D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show. show.